0: Coming up is a recording from our last virtual summit where you will discover what's working in mobile advertising today, including why short form video content is crushing it, how to make playable ads work for you and the potential of Facebook messenger ads, all that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want an easy way to set up your own referral system? Wildfire's patent-pending referral and achievement system incentivizes users to recommend your app to their friends. Check out wildfire.software to learn more. AppRadar will save you time with their unified and connected ASO workflow and save you money with their Apple search ads team who will optimize your campaigns and increase your ROAS. Go to AppRadar.com to learn more. What is up, AppNation? It is the virtual summit, the place where I bring on, and for this, I wanted to bring on really successful indie su- success stories. And today I've got a good friend of mine. He is the CEO of rocket ship HQ. They've got an amazing podcast too. So check it out there, but check them out. Check them out RocketShipHQ.com. They are a boutique unique growth marketing firm and Shamath has experienced running mobile growth with over three exits. I mean, he's managed seven-figure monthly budgets to help companies grow in a very efficient manner. We're going to talk all about short-form video ads. So, without further ado, Shamath, welcome.
1: I'm excited to be here, Steve. Always a pleasure to be talking to you. Shamath, you got some amazing
0: experience. Anything I missed from that intro that you want to make sure that the listeners and the, the watchers know about you?
1: No, I think you covered the most important things. It's all good.
0: Cool, man. Well, congrats on everything I love. We've been working together on a few clients together and we've seen some amazing results, so I want to get in this with you. So just start off with this. You're specializing in video ads and now you're seeing some of the trends. What are some of the trends that you're actually seeing with the ad creators for video ads?
1: Yeah. I think the biggest trend I'm seeing lately is an increasing shift to short form videos. Uh, these are videos that I would describe as stupid, simple. Uh, yeah. These tend to be three to four seconds long, no more than that. Yeah. Uh, and really, we I stumbled on these because I've been experimenting, experimenting ex- relatively extensively with Snapchat. And we started trying and, and Snapchat has a limit of no more than 10 seconds. So longer videos were kind of out of the question. And we tried experimenting and seeing how far we could push the envelope. And I started to realize that a three to four second video one key message, one call to action, boom. That level of simplicity was working really, really, really well.
0: Are you, and I know you're, you're a scrappy guy, are you creating these videos by yourself? Like, are you hiring a video production team or are you just trying to do this by yourself?
1: Oh, I have a design, I have a design team, a video production team. Uh, but then again, it's not that hard to make a four second video with one message. Yeah.
0: Are you doing, is it a video in a sense that we think of a video, like with moving kind of like what we're doing right now, or is it more of like, I've seen Facebook having these images where they'll help you create a video ad, which is just a couple of different images together.
1: Yeah. It's not a video in the sense of a highly produced, lot of special effects kind of video. It's certainly not. Uh, And it's relatively simple, relatively straightforward. And like I said one image one call to action really uh, and yeah and because i, I work with a designer we do manage to put in a little bit of effects uh, a little bit of transition, make it look a little nicer mm-hmm. but i i look at that as icing on the cake but it's by no means necessary or essential
0: i want to get into some of the details of like maybe one of your best performing short form video ads but what are some of the key strategies when you're running these short form video ads
1: yeah, uh, I think the most important thing is simplicity, uh, which is basically have one message per ad, no more, right? Uh, and traditionally, when we have thought about videos, we have thought about having a storyboard, having six to seven screens, 15 seconds, hitting on four or five key messages, right? That's been the traditional approach. With short form videos, what is very, very crucial is one message and no more than that. Uh, because that's all you can convey in four seconds. And typically, that one message is of the form download app because it does X. And the more succinct it is, the better it is. Mm. Uh, and even within that, make sure that is surfaced up front. Like the f- absolute first thing the user sees has to be the message. Uh, and it has to be. Uh, yeah, you know, there there has to be a very clear overlay and it has to be crystal clear, right? Uh, And I think that also has the implication that you have to be very, very upfront that it is an ad, it is a commercial thing because yes, you know, there's a lot of conversation around making ads native and yada, yada, but at least in my personal experience, if you try to make it native and make it look like organic content, it's not engaging enough because people aren't entirely sure if they, if it is an ad, if they're supposed to have some kind of commercial intent or not, but if you make it front and center, make it up, say it up front, people will engage. That's exactly what sees uh, enormous, enormous performance.
0: I see. And are you, I've seen with, especially on Snapchat, the, one of the people that I've seen work really well, it's like using gifts and means in these type of videos. Are you doing anything like that too?
1: yeah uh again something we've tested and we've seen quite a bit of success with is gifs as a part of short form videos right uh which is to say a short form video what I talked about earlier was like one single message one single static screen but you could make that a really nice looking gif it could be an animated gif uh, and we're certainly seeing a lot of uh, success with that 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 could be you know if for instance this is a Food app. You could have stylized images of food products, not necessarily Instagram-worthy photographed uh, foods, but stylized images, cartoons, animations, that kind of animate in a cute, nice way as gifs. Mm-hmm. And so certainly that's uh, a creative strategy that I've certainly seen sex, uh, quite a bit of success with.
0: And is the short-form videos, are you testing this on multiple platforms, including Facebook and Snapchat, or is it primarily just on Snapchat?
1: Oh, uh, definitely on Facebook as well. Definitely on some of the other video networks as well, uh, which to me was the most surprising part because I absolutely expected it to work on Snapchat. I did expect it to work on Instagram stories, Mm. right? Uh, That wasn't a surprise. Uh, But then I saw that it was completely outperforming a lot of the other traditional ads on Instagram, on Facebook news feed as well, and of course now some on, on some of the other video ad networks as well. Uh, so certainly I'm seeing this increasingly show promise across the board.
0: The other thing I want to get into, I want to talk to you about video ad networks too. So let's get into that a little bit too, but playable ads, are you, do you have any experience around playable ads?
1: Yeah. Uh, I, you know, a, we make playable ads, uh, and, uh, I've certainly worked with playable ads for over four years now, uh, incredible, incredibly powerful format, uh, what. I think, and the, the reason I'm excited about playable ads is that they have become increasingly accessible over the last couple of years. Uh, there is no publicly accessible tool where you can make a playable ad at this point. But what you can do, but it's much more easier than a, even a year ago, right? Even a year ago, you would have to work with a playable ad network. You'd have to commit to a reasonably sizable budget in order to make a playable ad. But right now, you could work with, an agency such as ourselves are one of the smaller companies and get a playable ad made for not crazy amounts of budgets. Uh, yeah, so you could. So I, I think I'm very excited about the fact that playable ads are much more accessible now. Uh, and they've always been a very powerful format. They've always had standout engagement, standout LTVs, standout retention. And I'm just excited that they're much more accessible to everyone now.
0: Back in the days of, you know, when you were managing these really crazy budgets, I'm sure you're still managing a lot of crazy budgets too, where did Playable ads outperform the other, like just normal video
1: ads? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, And, you know, it's hard to sort of do an apples to apples comparison, but I can say we had, I, I would say, our two, as a concrete data point, Right. Uh, One of the companies I worked with, we took our spending from zero to a million and a half per month uh, in a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. Uh, And at our peak, when we were spending a million and a half, I would say our two biggest partners that contributed 30 to 40 percent of our spend were both playable ad partners. Uh, And between them, they were 30 to 40 percent, let's say. And they outperformed video ad partners. They outperformed Facebook. Just in terms of the kind of volume that we were able to invest in them, right? Uh, and we were able to invest that kind of volume because the performance was stand out in that manner.
0: Wow, it's crazy, Shmoff. Like I was frankly like mm,
1: video playable. Like it looks cool, but when I saw my
0: yeah. kids, so they they were showing a playable ad, and suddenly like. They won't let me skip it. Like I wasn't allowed to just like yeah. close it. They wanted me to go through the whole thing. Yeah. And so yeah. you can see yeah. the power. To, like don't think just because us, well, me, I'll speak for myself. Me, old guy does not want to play it. And they're like, no, let's play this. They love it. It's very interactive yeah. for
1: yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a very low commitment way of test driving a game. Yeah. Uh, right. You don't have to play the game in its entirety. Uh, the other great promise of playable ads is that they aren't just applicable to games. Uh, I've seen non-gaming playable ads, and we're pitching, let's just say, a very big e-commerce company right now, Mm -hmm. right? And you would say, oh, e-commerce has nothing to do with playables. Uh, You can't play an e-commerce product, right? That's what you would think. But you could, I I mean, the approach we've used for this particular e-commerce company is say, right, here are four products or four sort of teams. Which one are you in the mood for? One, two, three, four. And you, it's like a quiz. It's like a multiple choice question. It invites engagement. So they're not playing, but they're still engaging because it invites engagement. Right. Uh, and once they click on one of those things and I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood for... Something for the summer, and I'm making this up because I can't disclose a uh, right. identity. Right? Uh, I'm in the mood for something for the summer. Great. And uh, are you feeling uh, like going to the city, or, or are you, you know, what else are you in the mood for? Question two, or you could just skip the second question altogether. But the whole point is, uh, playable is perhaps a misnomer because the whole idea of a playable interactive ad is the interactivity, the fact that it invites engagement. And you certainly don't have to be playing anything to make the most of a playable ad.
0: That's so fascinating. The When you said it doesn't cost a lot for a playable ad, are you talking about a couple of hundred, a couple of thousands? What are you referring to, Shimon?
1: Yeah. Uh, so we are able to make playable ads. Uh, and again, we are refining our model because we're still relatively new to the game. But we, are, uh, we make playable ads for low four figures per month. Uh let's let's put it that way. Okay. And obviously it depends on the complexity of the work and stuff. So yeah, it's not like making a display ad at this point. Uh but if you're spending any kind of serious money, if you're spending in five figures a month, I think playable ads is absolutely something you should be looking at.
0: The when you talk about playable ads, is it that difficult or is it just taking some designs and implementing? There, there's got to be some complexity. And I'm assuming, Shamath, that it's going to be part of the whole overall spend. So do you, you don't want clients just coming to you to create a playable ad. You're like, hey, we'll create a playable ad and obviously manage your budget too.
1: Correct? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we work on both models, right? Uh, it's certainly, you know, if they, they want to run the playable ad, by themselves, we are open to that. I don't want to, keep somebody from doing something that they want to do. Uh, with that said, uh, I think you've I'm sorry, I missed your first question. The first
0: question was how complex is it to create a playable yes. ad?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You would think you would think it's super complex, but you also you also realize a lot of the elements are uh common to a lot of playable ads, right? So with the e-commerce example I gave you, right, are you in the mood for A B C D, mm. right? So now let's say tomorrow I started working with a food client, with a food delivery client. Right? Then I could say, are you in the mood for Italian, Thai, Asian, yada, right? Uh, all I need to do is take the original playable for the e-commerce company, swap out the images. Uh, so again, uh, for uh, we, we are able to do that because we have access to some of the underlying technology that lets us do it, uh, right? And at this point, like I said, there is no publicly available tool that allows you to do it. And that's still a challenge for the market. Uh, but certainly it's not reinventing the wheel every single time you have to make a playable.
0: I want to move on to messenger ads, but one more last question with playable ads is, the, are they only available on like those ad networks or are they, can you run them anywhere else besides like, you know, the ad networks out there?
1: Yeah, you can run them on Facebook and Google, uh, both of which opened up late last year to playable ads. And they are seeing tremendous, tremendous performance on both platforms.
0: Very cool. Okay, I had no idea. So I got,
1: that's why I love doing this. Okay, all right, let's move on to Messenger
0: apps. Have, what, what do you kind of see the potential for Messenger ads?
1: Yeah, I think Messenger ads have enormous, enormous potential. Uh, and in all honesty, because I've worked with, Many clients have seen a little bit of a mixed bag in performance. I've seen standout results and terrible results. Uh, So, And I think that has more to do with the fact that Messenger is still in its infancy as a median. So Facebook is still ironing things out. Facebook is still figuring things out. Uh, With that said, just simply because it is in its infancy, it also means it's totally not saturated as a median. Uh, which is why I do think that the clients of mine who have seen a lot of success have been able to completely blow it out of the water on Messenger. So it is something that I very, very strongly encourage everyone I work with to at the very least test. Uh, Yeah.
0: I see. And did you see that there's certain types of categories of apps that perform well in Messenger apps? Or is it just, hey, you got to test because you just never know. And I I do agree with you because when I look on Messenger, I'm like, I see and I'm like, it's hmm, interesting. Like yeah. for some reason, you know, when I see yeah. another ad on this on the feed, I'll ignore it. But in a Messenger, I'm like, hmm, "That's interesting." I'm just not used to it yet.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm finding that e-commerce companies, I, again, I don't want to generalize because I don't have a huge sample, but I, I do think it works really well for e-commerce. Uh, yeah, and I think just as important, I think the crucial thing in Messenger ads is making sure that the language and the approach and the strategy is very, very tailored to messenger as a medium uh, because messenger is a two-way medium. uh, Unlike very, unlike nearly every other format out there. Right. So, you know, video playable, playable, you could consider a two-way medium, but you're not like talking to anybody, but in every other kind of ad format, you click on an ad, you go to an app store, you download and you engage with it. Right. Here, You, the moment you click on an ad, you go to a messenger thread where a bot is basically talking to you, right? And as a marketer, you're basically configuring what the bot says to your users. I see. Uh, Right? So, in very many ways, as a marketer, you are setting up a conversation uh, as compared to a lot of traditional ads where as a marketer, you are setting up a sales page. That's,
0: That's really amazing. cool. So That's messenger amazing. ads, they're not like a normal typical ad. They have to be bots. Is it that, is that, my yeah, understanding yeah yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. Uh, well, the messenger ad is an ad, but the landing page, so to speak, of the messenger ad has to be a messenger screen. Uh, right? Uh-huh. And yeah, so, uh, so the moment somebody clicks on an ad, they open up a messenger thread where they start a conversation with your brand or app.
0: Is that something that you can do within Facebook all by itself, or is it some other technology that you have to bring in?
1: You can do a lot of things within Facebook, uh, although I think to un- unlock the complete power of messenger ads, uh, it's helpful to use third-party tools, uh, which, to be honest, have take a little bit of a learning curve, but not crazy amounts, right? Uh, so as a concrete example, right, what if you just use Facebook in and of itself, you could... Set up a messenger ad, start off a thread, uh, and you know, start off a greeting and and a, and a call to action. But if you use a third-party tool, what you could do is you can say, right, uh, hey, join a VIP list. That's your call to action. Uh, you know, hey, Black Friday is coming up. Join a VIP list. Call to action. People click. Then people go to the messenger thread that says, oh, now you're subscribed to the VIP list. Here's a goodie for you, right? But what the third-party lets you do is message them seven days from that point on and say, oh, you haven't yet bought a product, come in and buy now, right? Or you say, oh, the sale's going live in 24 hours, are you ready? Uh, Or you could say something like, here are five tips for your summer, right? So there's a lot of marketing possibilities that get unlocked if you use some of the third-party tools out there. But certainly just using Facebook in and of itself is always a great starting point.
0: Okay, I love that. All right, that's a good. That's a really good tip, man. You know, Shemoff. After talking to you, I'm like, there's a lot that I don't know when it comes to fade acquisition. You guys, you know, a ton. So definitely check it out, Rocket Ship HQ, if you guys want to learn about what you can do with Shemoff. But man, amazing stuff. Like I learned so much just talking to you from these, a 19 minutes. All right, Shemoff. So while we're on the topic of Facebook, what's this Instant Experience platform that Facebook yeah. just released?
1: Yeah. Uh, so Instant Experience is what I would describe as a mini landing page, right? Uh, So what happens is you click on an ad and Facebook opens up a sort of a full screen ad. uh, And that's very helpful and effective because these are very, very slick. And sometimes, and and I found it very, very effective because sometimes these outperform traditional landing pages. Right? And that's the reason uh, I find it very effective. And also, unlike a lot of traditional landing pages, I also find that these can be very, very easily modified and changed. Right? So within an instant experience, I could say, oh, let's change the video on top. Whereas you, it's not nearly as easy to change uh, an App Store page. Right. It's not nearly easy to change a website page. Uh, unless you have access to a lot of developers very, very easily. And I think that flexibility and the ease of testing, uh, to me, presents enormous, enormous opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's certainly one advantage. The other advantage is, of course, from the landing page, people still go to the App Store page, right, for them to download the app itself. But that landing page gives an additional opportunity to engage users, to educate users about the product itself. because Uh, let's face it just the newsfeed ad or the messenger ad in and of itself has very very limited real estate right so you have a couple of lines you have one big image great it can get people intrigued but it doesn't necessarily allow you to educate the users in a significant manner Uh, and i think instant experience just allows you to do exactly that
0: what about emojis how effective are those
1: oh oh, they're, they're very very effective uh Yeah, both certainly in ads. And yeah, this is crazy because I didn't quite realize how effective they were until I started working with this lifestyle brand uh, that was targeting women. And I saw the marketing manager use a lot of emojis and emails. And I'm like, oh my God, that is such a no-brainer because my favorite is like the hot ice. And we just found that It's not just my favorite, but it's like the entire world's favorite because just adding that to any ad was like incredible, incredible, right? Uh, Yeah. And I think a big reason that works is because emojis make everything look very, very conversational. Yeah. Uh, Right. Uh, So certainly a one-way medium like uh, an ad can become much more engaging and conversational, but... Also, something like messenger can become significantly, significantly, uh, supercharged because once you're saying something like, Hey, uh, are you ready? You know, if you're a lifestyle brand and you, your first messenger message is like, Oh, are you ready to get all dressed up for today evening? Today, for today evening, right? That line in and it of itself can have a certain effect. But if you add an emoji and if you add like a heart symbol at the end of it, it totally seems like there's a friend of yours talking to you. So I think that's a very, very powerful tool of late.
0: Where are you using these emojis? Are you using it in the text of the ads? Or are you using it in the actual ad itself, like the image or the videos? Where are you using these emojis?
1: Everywhere. Every-
0: uh- <laughs> heart, <laughs> emojis everywhere.
1: Yeah, heart emojis everywhere. Heart emojis everywhere, exactly. All my friends wonder why I got to where I just picked up all these emojis and I'm like, oh, just by writing all these ads, you guys. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, So I'm not joking. So, emojis in the overlay text on top of the ads, right? Uh, That emojis are are just super effective right there. Uh, And, of course, the ad copy, uh, super effective. Headlines, of course, uh, super effective. Messenger texts, very, very effective. Uh, I guess that covers, like, all the key elements of, uh, you know, most ads. Have you,
0: you know, I just thought of something as you were talking Shamath. Have you ever done anything where it's like, you know, back in the day people, I, mean, I don't know if these people still do this, but like it, if you agree and then heart it or do something else, if you disagree type of thing, just to drive up the engagement of a yeah. post. Are you doing anything like that within the ads?
1: I don't, that's not something I've personally tried. Okay. Uh, Partly because it's hard to make work for apps, right? Uh, You could have people engage on a post, but that's going to be very hard to translate to an app download. Mm. But like I said, I haven't tested it. Other people might very well have.
0: Something that I'm curious about is if you see higher engagement in an ad, so you're trying to make it look like a post, are you seeing better CPIs? Is that a route that we should be trying to take? Hey, let's try to make this ad obviously drive low-cost downloads, but at the same time, let's try to drive up engagement as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's very, very crucial because I think low-cost in- downloads aren't worth, worth anything if they don't drive downstream engagement. Uh, right? And Certainly, when we've targeted higher value users, either by using lookalikes or you, either by targeting purchasers, uh, I have found that your cost CPIs tend to be higher, but uh, your, the engagement trends to be dramatic, dramatically higher as well. So your ROI tends to uh, back out much more significantly than it would if you were to merely target low CPI users.
0: The, the last thing I want to hit on is analytics, Shamath, because it's so crucial to have. And it's, it's like one of these things where I tell clients like definitely have them in place before you try to run any type of ads. What are your recommendations for those developers out there who may not have all these resources in place?
1: Yeah, I would say for somebody starting out uh, and somebody who is very much constrained in terms of developer resources to set up analytics systems, I would say Facebook SDK is a great starting point uh, because Facebook SDK let is relatively simple to set up uh, and it lets you track your performance of your Facebook ads and you can use Facebook analytics to track your downstream metrics, which would be retention and monetization numbers. Uh, I think that's always a good starting point. Uh, But eventually, if you're at a scale where you're looking at multiple channels, Uh, then it's much more preferable to invest in a dedicated analytics system and a dedicated mobile measurement partner. Uh, But like I said, I think for anyone starting out, I think Facebook should give them enough to get started and to see their early events.
0: Is there a recommendation that you have, because you work with like humongous apps, is there a recommendation that you have for people who are like, all right, I'm going out of the Facebook analytics I want to try something more. I'm, really, I'm ready to invest.
1: Sure. sure. Uh, I, I would say that there are a couple of big ones. You know, mixed panel and amplitude tend to be the bigger ones. Uh, I would say in terms of the feature set, the big ones aren't particularly different from each other. Uh, and I, I would say a very similar thing about mobile measurement partners, Adjust and AppFlyer. They're not radically different from each other. So I would encourage your listeners to try out what's there. With the understanding that the features aren't dramatically different, uh, although certainly the salespeople will tell you that uh, it is the best thing since sliced bread, <laughs> uh, uh, right? and they're doing their job. I don't blame them. Right? But I, I, I would just point out, I don't necessarily think any o- single offering is radically different. So just pick what feels right for you personally. Pick what works for you, pricing wise, uh, and run with it. I, I don't think the choice of a tool makes a difference as long as you have some sort of tool in your uh, in your stack.
0: Love it, Shmoff. Anything I did not ask you though, you want to make sure that we cover?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So as I've perhaps mentioned to you before, I, I have the podcast How Things Grow, and that's just made a comeback. It took a little break because I was uh, for for a while. But it's back, and I'm excited for the coming season. Uh, And again, uh, something that I love and enjoy about it is I try to bring not just what's working now, but I try to bring a historical perspective to lasting concepts and precepts. Uh, For instance, the last interview was about Dropbox's breakout growth in 2008, 2009, uh, when they said, right, right. Uh, if you invite someone to Dropbox, they get one GB and you get one GB of space. Uh, and I remember being so excited because Me too. nobody had one GB of space back then. right? Uh, and, of course, I interviewed Sean Ellis, who actually came up with that idea, how he we, how we instrumented that entire program, how he instrumented that test. And it's so fascinating to look back at something we all take for granted now. right? Uh, and the coming episode, uh, I'm going to be interviewing somebody who was an executive at Draw Something, Uh, which basically was on the verge of bankruptcy, which released this game, which had 50 million installs in 50 days, completely turned the fortunes of the company around. They they went from the brink of bankruptcy to being acquired in 30 days and went downhill from there. Uh, So it's a (laughs) fascinating story, and I'm excited to release that this coming Monday, which will probably be out by the time your my interview with you is released. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah, I'm excited about how things grow because it tells these stories uh, of things that have happened, things that uh, is actually fascinating about growth, above and beyond the formula and tactics.
0: I'm subscribed to the podcast. Yes, I saw Sean Ellis on there. You've had the growth X growth at Lyft. Shamath has some amazing, amazing guests from from some really big companies. So the podcast, if you guys want to check it out, is howthingsgrow.co, howthingsgrow.co. And if you want to learn more about how Shamath can help you with your paid acquisitions, go check out rocketshiphq.com. Shamoth, thank you so much for coming on and doing this.
1: Absolutely, Steve. It's always an honor to be speaking on your events. Uh, And I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys on the next interview. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.